welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go gadget mobile. gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome. It's Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH. Bulls in the office, a world traveler. <laughs> Good <laughs> How morning. How you doing? Not quite a world traveler, but yeah. <laughs> been on vacation for a little bit, and then I had a week off there. So it does feel like I've been gone for quite a while, but I am back. I'm back in action, back repairing machines and taking any recycling that people have. So if you have anything, feel free to bring it out to us at 1832 Stevenson Drive. Oh, wow. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And yep. you're working on Black Friday, I hear, so yep, that's it'll the, be here before you know it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I mentioned before vacation that Leo had already prompted me to start thinking about it and looking into it. So this is about as early as we start working on our Black Friday stuff. We're constantly getting a collection of machines in that we like kind of tuck in the corner, and we're like, we'll get to those eventually. It's like two, 300-plus laptops something along those that we just it's not a model that we've sold yet so we have to go through pretty much the entire stack we have to make sure we have enough machines that we can sell and enough Mm -hmm. machines that either have bios passwords on them which we won't sell machines with bios passwords on them right Uh, if we can't change any of the settings or anything then we're not going to sell it um or just a, we have to have a collection of machines that are for parts so oh, that yeah. if we sell these machines, they come with our BLH guarantee that we don't charge for labor or parts we have in stock. And we like to have 20 to 30 machines uh, available for just parts if anything were to go wrong. So, yeah, we've got plenty of machines that we've been stashing away cool. um, that we're getting into the middle of now. Uh, there are some that are going to be like two-in-one tablet laptops that like fold in half uh i'm probably cursing myself even mentioning this because we're we're just now starting testing those and uh one of the things we've got to uh kind of resolve is these only have usb-c ports so for us to test the batteries we have an optical drive that does not have a usb-c adapter it's got the usb 3.0 so we'll have to get an adapter for that make sure it can test the battery testing software uh it's got a touchscreen to it so that's Mm -hmm. something we have to at least figure out a reliable way to make sure it works i mean we could sure touch the screen but if uh just this pixel in this corner is out you won't know until you go to actually touch it and then like you can't Uh close out that ad or click next or whatever else it is so I didn't even think I didn't even think about that be yep. if the pixels out and it's a touch screen not being able to Yep, so we to want to that. ensure that we test these things thoroughly. We don't want to sell a bunch of machines and yeah, that pixel just in the lower right-hand corner yeah. Yeah. on 90% of these machines is out. Well, then we just kind of look silly selling a machine that isn't fully tested. So, we're not going to do that. We got to make sure to test these components fully and make sure that we know exactly what we're dealing with as far as if we need to repair them or not. And you said you're going to have laptops as well for this? uh, Yeah, our Black Friday sale is our sale we do once a year. It's the only sale that we do. It is the week before Thanksgiving in the real Black Friday um, because we want to try and avoid the chaos of the actual Black Friday. We don't want people like struggling to get in. That's my computer. No, that's my computer. (laughs) Yep. There's been no tramples at our place. So that's good. Yeah. That's good to know. Uh, We offer 25 to 50% off everything that we have in store. Uh, 
usually there's a difference if you pay with credit card or with cash. Um, most I heard of the time, fifty like percent off with cash on yeah. certain things. If, if yep. I remember correctly, it will be there will be select, uh, select things. So right. it's usually twenty five percent off our normal everyday stock, and then it's usually fifty percent off of these three or four right. different right. models that right. we've been working on. Uh, and some of them, like last year, we did have or not last year, but the year before, we had an HP that was called the Revolve, I think. So the screen mm. revolved around, and it was almost Ooh. like a tablet type thing you could watch. And that That's was pretty cool. Those were nifty and that's really, yeah, that's really cool to be able to turn the screen around. Yep. I, but sometimes, though, I do worry because if you keep turning it around, you know, well, the the wires or the cables break after yes. a while. So that's what one of my big concerns with was with computers yep. like that. And that was something that we noticed as far as these go as well. Uh, that's just a, a, a fairly high use area. People like right. uh, twisting that around. Um and it can only go one way, and it can only go 180, so it's not like you can over-twist the wires or anything, but just oh, using okay. it more often than not uh, did cause it to break down a little bit, so we had plenty of parts in stock, and we realized that the, the entire screen was fairly easily replaceable. Oh, it's just good. a couple screws in the bottom, and then you pull the wires out and put a whole new screen on there. Um, so those were ones we were like, yeah, we can definitely repair those without too much of an issue, so we'll go ahead and sell them. Oh, wow. Those were ones that was one of our special deal that was the 50% off, so we will have a selection of computers and laptops that will be sure. 50% off, and yeah, we're starting to look into any, those now. Any desktops you're going to have or monitors in case somebody's going to want that for the Black Friday? or Monitors are usually 25% off. Okay. Um, the special 50% off ones we sell typically don't come with a monitor okay. as well. They're just the desktop by itself. Okay. Uh, but we've just started looking into this. We've just got Leo brought over a pallet of laptops that I've started going through. And I was like, hey, these are cool. And, <laughs> I mean, if we have two or 300 of those and we get through 50% of them and they all have the exact same issue, BIOS password or, you know, right, right. something's broken on them that we only have the remaining part to also get parts out of, we'll probably just abandon those and just try and find something different. So that's why I was saying I probably cursed myself even <laughs> mentioning the flip around ones, but Hey, you never you never you know. know. You you get that BLH guarantee though, that's where it's at really because yeah. I mean if you if you do anything or something happens to that computer, just bring it back and you guys yep. you take care of it and you can't get that kind of service anywhere. No, we've got plenty I mean, of RAM, we've got plenty yeah. of solid states, we've got plenty of these computers for repair. Uh, like I said, the last year uh, and it would have been right after our Black Friday sale, we took a tiny bit of time as just a breather, and then there was a month where we we had an entire room in the back of BLH that was our eBay room that we haven't done eBay stuff in for a long Ooh. time, so it was just a storage room where we. We were just putting a whole bunch of stuff in. We actually went through and cleaned that out almost completely. Nice. And then Leo built shelves for this room. So now we've got an entire room that is just full of shelves that are de devoted to all of our laptops. Wow. All of the parts, laptops that we have, we have them labeled per model. And uh, we keep 20 to 30 of each one that are almost entirely intact, but they have like... Uh, the, maybe the motherboard won't even start, so there's right. something dead with the motherboard. Or if it's a BIOS password, those are the ones that are we're like, cool, parts computer. Yeah, parts computer. And everything looks like it works on it. So we've got just a perfectly good working parts computer that we won't sell oh, cool. because it's got a password on it. Cool, cool. That you yeah. can't, most BIOS passwords you can't remove. We've removed some of them, but BIOS passwords are the built-in yeah. OS. Right, and you can't, re, I, you can't reset them or nope. nothing. It's... Yeah. Nope. And we don't want to sell those to people, yeah. and then they uh, they're calling you up and saying, yeah. "Hey, I can't, I can't get into my computer. What's the yep. password?" You know, because if you want to change like boot options or uh, right. UFI or legacy boot mode, 
sure. that's be, would be where you would go if you want to like turn on or off the touchpad, which is what I typically do on my laptops. I usually use an actual USB mouse. Okay. And cool. I hate like my, yeah, my yeah. wrist accidentally touching the touchpad yeah. and moving it. So I just go in and disable that. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the touchpad. I, I like to have like a wireless mouse. That's, that's my thing because it just, to me, it's so much easier. Yep. The touch, the touchpad every, I mean, every once in a while, if I'm traveling or if I'm in my car and the wife's driving, it, it's okay, but I just don't want to use it. It's, it's just too too hard for me. Understandable. <laughs> yep, this is the exciting part of my job. It kind of gets a little bit of a lull between like New Year's and uh, the past couple months. Um, and then now that we're looking at Black Friday stuff, we've got a collection of new machines that I haven't gotten to play with Ooh. yet. So I get to take these machines, test them to their extremes, see what's broken on them, see what's easily breakable on them. Because uh, yeah, if we, if they're, exactly, <laughs> if, if I barely move it or carry a stack of four or five of them and the screen breaks on one of them, these might be too fragile for us to consider selling. Oh, so that okay. would be another reason we would just, I mean, if we're just going to replace the screen and every one of them, <laughs> like not, 30 not days after you it. get it, yeah, we're just not even going to mess with it at that point. But, so, what, so what do you do with something like that if they're if you find out something They would happens. be dismantled for oh. their scrap components. Oh, okay. So if any RAM or hard, hard drives, drives were in them, we would take those out. Uh, if sure. the screens happen to be usable in any other model of machine. Okay. Most of the time they're not, but that is something we look up also. If we could put like the optical drives or the screens from Model X into Model, model Y, right. and we're actually selling Model Y, we'll go ahead and do that. Oh, okay. But that doesn't happen a whole lot, but um, yeah, yeah, so this is the fun, exciting part of my job now where I get to test a whole bunch of brand new, not brand new, but new to us new stuff to, and right. figure out what's we're going to keep and what we're not and what kind of price range we're going to offer these things sure. at, see if we can max them out or if we want to do more of a lower scale version of them. Uh, like those desktops we had that they're the little bitty tiny oh. ones that can like fit in your pocket and oh, okay, figuring yeah. out if we wanted to go with eight or 16 gigs for those. And then if we were going to, those have a SATA port and an uh, NVMe port in them. So we went with the NVMe port on those. Well WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. It's 92.7 Springfield's News and Talk. We got our music all getting us revved up this morning here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of techno music. It's it's okay. House music, techno music, whatever. It's fine. I got into the dubstep for a little while because it's just hard and erratic, and that's the kind of music that I enjoy. It's just crazy music. So you could be bumping <laughs> it in your new in your new BMW. Maybe. If anyways, you, you might be paying extra though for yeah. it if they have their way. They want to charge a subscription fee for heated seats. Yep. So um, it's not something that's happening in the U.S. as of right now, but it is something that they have recently rolled out, and I think it was South Korea is where this yes. mention this is happening at. But this is just them dipping their toes in the water, testing how it's going to go out. Uh, if they basically revolt against it, hopefully they don't push it to the rest of the world. But yeah, BMW has started selling a subscription service to their heated seats. Weird. So you have the heated seat built into your car already. You bought it with it in there. Software is telling the car... You can't you, you can't, can't turn use it, it because you didn't pay enough money and right. this is per month so if you right. kind of like the OnStar with the GM yep. vehicles you have to pay pay it per month to use it. I thought it. that was a little different because OnStar oh. is more for like well, help and roadside assistance and stuff where like you could call other people for that. Right. This yeah. is an actual function yeah. available in your car that just does not work and uh, it wasn't BMW it was Audi I think. 
I'm oh. sorry if I'm wrong on that, but I think it was Audi that we spoke about uh, a I couple so. months ago where they were trying the subscription service for their climate control. I believe you're right. I yeah. believe it was Audi. Though. And all that was was you could change the temperature up and down, but if you hit the sync button so that both vents on the driver and passenger seat side were the same, it didn't work unless right. you paid X amount of dollars per month to have software enabled in your car yeah and I'm just wondering what's next you know if yep. you if you start charging for the heated seats so what's next to turn on the AM FM radio yep. you know is that gonna be another fee to do that even is if it, you don't go that route just the radio in general if you okay. can I hook my phone up to it and play my own music through the radio well if software tells it that I'm not paying enough money the speakers just won't work so or it just won't read my phone or whatever way they are nickel and diming people to death over this sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't... It's not like BMW is at a loss no. if they just enable heated seats in the cars that it's already built in. This is just them trying to get extra money for something that is already included, is already a feature, but we can charge for it, so if people yeah. are going to pay for it. How much money? I guess for, yeah. you don't get it if you don't pay for it. And yeah, we've, I mean, we talk a lot about how this sort of thing is just very damaging to like repair stuff because oh. I'm sure that this would be something where if something were oh. to happen where your seat doesn't quite work right, even though you are paying the amount of money, you would have to take it to the official BMW authorized repair. And if they don't use official BMW authorized parts, software would have Tell an it. issue where it tells it not to work or yeah, saying that that part's lines. rejected. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. I, I didn't even, I didn't even think. So the more we, that. we, put software in between physical pieces of hardware, the more something like that is able to happen. And also, the more likely this could be an access point for hackers to get into. So this is your car going to either satellites or Bluetooth or Wi-Fi to go back to company and tell company, hey, they are paying for this service. So then it goes back to the car and it enables the service. If you didn't have some kind of internet connection, how would it tell company that you are paying for service and to enable this? I didn't even think think about that. Yeah, every time we put some kind of software in between this. It just enables hackers to somehow get into it if people can figure out a way to get around the software. It's a constant game of cat and mouse. One of the ones you sent me was about uh, I think it was Honda, Honda cars being yeah. remotely uh, hacked There's because a- of their algorithm in their uh, Keyless entry. Uh, right. Yeah, it's a, like a rolling a rolling number, I think it said it was. Yeah. And uh, that algorithm allowed hackers to yep. certain models of Hondas. And this has been my argument for algorithms and like the blockchain in uh, general because the blockchain is just a, basically a massive algorithm that everybody compares with against everybody else. Once quantum computers are figured out, which will be near the speed of light, to hack this stuff will almost be child's play. It'll almost be automatic at that point. No software we currently have will be able to handle anything that deals with quantum computing just because the level of computations they can do will be outrageously faster than what we're currently working with. Wow. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, the it's the key does some kind of uh, it creates a code every time you push the button oh, that syncs to the car. It's right. supposed to be unique to your own car. Um, people just figured out what that code was and was able Figure. to get in between the actual delivery of the code to the and car. Steal that code yep. so that way it thinks that hacker one is now the yep. the new one and it will work. So this is the same exact sort of thing we were talking about with the blue. The Bluetooth low efficiency chips and like phones and other devices where if the phone is off, it's still 
it's still accepting codes. codes. Right. So if you just figure out a way to get in between the code and whoever sent the code, you either know what the code is or you can change the code and then take control of it. It's kind of, it's kind of scary. You stop yep. and you stop and think about that. Who who's really following you? Who's who's hacking into yep. your stuff? And you may not even you may not even know it. Yeah, and it's crazy to think about just the. The way that all of this stuff works, another one of the articles you sent me was that hackers had stolen $620 million worth of a cryptocurrency from an NFT-based game, Axie Infinity. Right. And it's a NFT game. It's based on the blockchain, so that's fairly secure, at least as of right now, like I was just saying. But uh, what happened was one of the developers answered and... uh, an email that was about a job, a job posting yeah. that was a lot more money yeah. than he was currently making. So he went through a couple interviews with this job, and then they sent him a PDF for him to fill out certain information. And when he downloaded that PDF, he did it on a company computer. It That's no, no. automatically <laughs> installed malware, and <laughs> it destroyed, I think, three of their token generators, locked wow. another one of their token generators down, and stole all of their cryptocurrency assets. So it's, yeah, it's crazy that... Uh, you can have some of the best security in the entire world, which is what blockchain is supposed right. to be, and yeah, <laughs> human like error that. is where yeah. the major no-no comes from. Um, yeah. I, now, I get it. This was through LinkedIn, so this was a right. person posting as an actual employee, right, which it's not really on LinkedIn to necessarily verify that. Right. I mean, if I want to hire somebody for just mowing my lawn, I can just post on there that I need that and hire mowing. somebody. So right. Uh, right. this was and supposed to be didn't... an actual company, and... And yeah. he didn't realize he didn't realize it wasn't an actual company, yep. and like you said, it was just a human error. And yep. So you don't click on any link in any email if you get a random email that is like, "Hey, reset your password," or "Hey, I need some oh. account information." Go to whatever website it is itself and see if that sort of thing is legit. Right. Uh, so Especially like, if you didn't request it. Yeah. Because you, companies are not going to ask you for your password. Yep. They're not going to ask you for your social. They're not going to ask you for your, you know, date of birth so forth and yeah. so on. And there are certain things like uh, hospitals that require you to click on the link that's sent to you in the email. That's one that you definitely want to be a little suspicious about. Um, most of the time, if you get a link from like a hospital or something right. uh, in an email, you should know that something like that is coming. Right. Whether you're waiting on results or waiting to set an appointment or something like that. Um, like the one you sent a while ago about the Snapchat Oh yes, uh, yes. Class action lawsuit. Uh, I wasn't entirely sure about the website when I was looking at it and reading about the yeah. It the, was kind of the lawsuit. Kinda, yeah. So I went to the yeah. lawsuit. Uh, the the actual lawyers' website site. themselves, and yeah, they had something on the front page about the class action lawsuit, so I could go back to what you sent me and click on the link, and it was and, no problem, and it worked. Yep. Well, we need to take a quick commercial. Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to Springfield's News and Talk. I'm sorry. I I am absolutely dying here. I think this is unbelievably hilarious. Uh, We've sent each other emails of articles to read throughout the weeks, and then you'll print these out for me to read whenever I get here. And I'm just dying that one of these articles that you printed out, it... 
has an ad in the middle of the page. Yeah. So there's a photo underneath the text of the article. You can't even read. I can't even read what you right. printed out because every page has the exact same mm. ad over the top of it. And like you were saying on the website, it shows up fine. But you print it out and it's right. got the ad. It's over the text. That's yeah. what the craziest part is. I can't even read the article. And you can't you can't not print it. That's the way it. Ads are so invasive at this point that we're getting ads pop-ups and text yeah. physical printed media which is so funny but yeah the article you had sent me you sent it, uh printed out another one that was about the about the same it was about t-mobile and yep. their yep they had twisted sister come yeah. out and perform yeah. and how they're not going to take price hikes <laughs> for uh what is this at&t i think no ver uh yeah at&t, AT&T and, and verizon, verizon both yep. yeah they're yep. not going everyone's just raising their prices because they seen they, to think they can get away with it, and I mean, if it, if they can make more money, yeah. they're going to try to raise it. Like, uh, what is it? Hulu and ESPN Plus and Disney Plus. They're raising their prices from oh, six ninety nine. Yeah, this to is about three, Disney Plus as well. That affects yeah. us. Er. Yeah, six ninety nine to three ninety nine. Now, I don't know if it affects if you have some of the Verizon plans. They include this in their plans, so I don't know if their plans are going to go up because they're raising the prices on this package particularly or not because it doesn't say it just says if you buy that separately it's going up from 699 to 999 yeah it's saying that their uh plans packages will stay the same but it's I'm reading here that you can do an ad-supported plan for $13.99 or an ad-free plan for $19.99 and I hate that there's even that option yeah. why would I pay and then also have ads when right. I could just pay a little bit more and not get ads. But the fact that we have Disney Plus and that's all we have, we don't have the bundle of ESPN and Hulu, means oh. ours is more than likely going to get more expensive. Yeah, probably. As well as, I'm, man, I'm going to lose my mind if the amount we're paying, they somehow make it into like an ad-supported plan where we're paying the cheap plan. So we get ads. Because Disney Plus, as of right now, yeah. we don't have any advertisements in that oh, okay. at all. Just like their movies and stuff right. that show up on their main page. But we, you click on a movie or a show, and it just starts playing it. There's no ads at all, which, ooh, it better stay like that. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I know. That's what I, I'm, I'm hoping that, that that's the case here. I'm just so against ads at this point. They're so invasive. They're so annoying. I really do wish we could go back to the days of like cable television where it was there were planned breaks right. uh you knew there the breaks only lasted for so much time i will be watching a video game tournament or something like that and right as a major play starts my however time limit of between ads is up so it just pops up a f- f- add one of five that are 15 seconds each and it's right in the middle of a major play so i like pull my hair out and like oh i lose my mind when that happens it's it's just annoying yeah we've mean, got uh ad block plus and ad block extreme on pretty much every computer we have at home oh, but dear. that doesn't necessarily work on like our televisions or my phone so uh if i'm ever watching on those yeah we get those ads that are just now, I know right, a lot of people have gone to the YouTube television, yep. getting rid of some of those other ser- services. Like, I've got UVerse TV, which has been down since Thursday afternoon, yep. thanks AT&T. <laughs> but uh, yeah. they're, they're having an outage. But a lot of people have been streaming streaming a lot of that to cut the cut the cord, essentially. Yeah, it just seems like another streaming service. I haven't really looked into it a whole bunch. I know my brother likes to rent or buy movies on YouTube, oh. which is great. They are typically a lot cheaper than you would rent or buy them from anywhere else, but you don't actually own anything. Yeah. And that's, even though it's digital, 
I I prefer if I purchase something that I actually have an offline version of it. So if I ever oh. wanted to, like we went on the plane trip to Disney, I had a bunch of uh, movies on a tablet, so I, I could just it. load the tablet up. Um, that way, if you didn't have internet connection, yep. you could still watch your movies, basically. Yep. And I typically buy things through iTunes, and for oh, okay. specifically that reason there, because iTunes, uh, it downloads a version to my computer that I can then, um, it's almost 90% music is what I purchased, but uh, right. so that I can then put it on like my iPod, or I could like burn it to a CD if I haven't done that for a while, but like I could let right. my brother have a copy of it as well. I recently bought the movie Midsummer on mm-hmm. iTunes, and I downloaded a version of it to my computer, but then when I went offline, just to make sure it would work, it wouldn't play. Why? And I think it will only open in the iTunes media, and that kind of bothers me because that means... You I have to be connected, right? Yeah, and I, I haven't given my brother a copy of it to try out, but I imagine what's going to happen is he'll go to open it, and it will try to install iTunes, and if he does install iTunes, it will then also ask for him to sign in with my account because it's linked to my account and I purchased it. So I'm a little oh. irritated about that sort of thing. I hope yeah. that that's not the way that it works out, but it wouldn't load up in any other media besides iTunes and besides when I had an internet connection. So Yeah, you, and you sh- if you're downloading it, you shouldn't have yeah. to have that internet connection. And I am I am on the fence as far as pirating goes. I know pirating is very illegal, yes. but this is the reason why people well, pirate things. Right. If I can't get a full version of it myself that I can watch on whatever media will load a media file, then I don't necessarily want it. The same goes for like, there are plenty of video games out there that if Nintendo put ROMs for all of their 64 yeah. games okay. on there, they'd make a fortune. Oh, yeah, they would make for sure. An absolute fortune. People love. People love, love the old games. Yeah. And they would, uh, we've seen some of them trickle into like the Switch store that they oh, have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, three to five bucks, you make an absolute fortune selling your old video games again. But for whatever reason, they don't necessarily want to. So that's why ROMs are a big thing that a lot of people pirate. Yes. So that they can have those old games. And I know I've got a lot of really, really old games that I have the actual physical media for that I played with. So legally, I can own the ROM on my computer. That's the whole, if you own the actual physical of it, you can own the digital version as well. Yeah, and I've done the same thing. I've purchased the actual actual ROM, (laughs) and I own own it. So it's not, you know, I'm pirating it or nothing like that. So just Disney raising their prices, three bucks, uh, Disney ESPN. um, this, I, my wife and I would have to discuss if we're, it's worth it to keep it. We got kids, so we more than likely would keep it. Yeah, for, for the for the kids, three bucks isn't a lot, but it's very annoying because they just raised their price one dollar as well, uh, just a couple months ago. And well, like I have, like I said, I have Verizon, and uh, they just raised their prices yep. too, even though that that's included. Just a slow, steady trickle right. of raising the prices up, and and then AT and T raised their prices uh, about two months ago for the older. Unlimited plans, too. I guarantee you there's some kind of accountant that is going, hey, I've punched the numbers. I've done the math. If we raise our prices $1, we'll lose X percent of customers, which is less than the amount of money we will make. So we're fine with losing those customers. And then if we raise our prices another X dollars, we'll lose less amount of customers than that. As long as the money is positive, they're going right. to go ahead and go forward with it. This is definitely something that I could see people canceling their account over. Oh, yeah, for and sure. moving to pirating sort of stuff uh, just 
to slow jump up in price because little that's, by little. that's what's happening with Netflix right now. I mean, they're losing a lot of customers yep. because they've raised their prices so much and people, they're tired. And they're doing know? the pass, no password yeah. sharing thing. Yeah. They're doing, uh, they were talking about an ad-based subscription service as yeah. well. And it's like, how many bad ideas can you throw at a bullseye? Like, are you trying to intentionally sink your company? They've gotten a lot of their uh, original content has gotten worse over oh, yeah. the years. They've just kind of greenlit just more, more, more instead of quality stuff. So between that and them losing all of this stuff, going to the various different streaming services between like Paramount and Disney oh, and ESPN, yeah. um, and then, yeah, just raising the prices, cracking down on password sharing, and even mentioning that you might consider thinking about trying ads in your subscription service. It's enough, I think, to probably kill them. Yeah, I think so too. Yep. And then Verizon, they've also, they're releasing a new uh, plan called the welcome plan, I believe it's called. And now that's just a trickle down. It's no, no extras on the plans, just your data, your talk and text. And it's, yeah, it's supposed to be their cheapest unlimited plan. But really, if you stop and think about it, if you compare their other plans, their other plans are really cheaper, especially if you get onto a, a family plan and pay for your own line that way, if you've got that option. So I don't know that that's actually the the cheapest. We've seen companies come out with things like this where it's supposed to be, hey, here's the cheapest plan we can offer, but it's a terrible plan. Not enough people are signing up for it, so we're going to cancel it. And then after a little bit, they can go, well, we tried that and nobody wanted it. Well, nobody wanted it because you implemented it so poorly in the first place. People were asking for it done this way and you kind of made it just a little bit worse. So I think that's why a lot of people do the prepaid plans too, because they know with the prepaid plan, I'm going to get this every month for this amount of money. No extra fees, no extra yep. things, no surprises on my bill. Like a lot of times you'll you'll get the bill and you've got an administrative charge and yep. uh, some other surcharge, you know, and just to be our customer charge. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. They'll try and sneak out as many charges as they can. And if they're just a couple bucks here or there, like I said, there's some accountant somewhere punching the numbers saying, hey, if we raise it a dollar, we'll make X amount of money and we'll lose Y amount of customers <laughs> and that Y amount is less than the X amount. So as long as we're in the green and numbers, yep. number goes up, line goes up, that's all that matters. Or you could be like uh, Twitter now. Yeah. I don't know that you saw the yeah. saw the headline to tweet or not to tweet <laughs> yeah, right now. I, I try and ignore Musk anymore. It's so he's just so but, annoying with all the stuff he does. And this is a prime example of it. Right. He's trying to back out of his Twitter deal. And so now his lawyers are saying Yep. You can't. Yep. You, you've agreed to buy this. He signed some kind of agreement that was, he had to look into it and he, he would buy it. And I know that there was like the billion dollar termination clause. So even if he does manage to back out of it, it's he's still going to end up paying a billion dollars to Twitter. But uh, him announcing it and then him talking about the number of bots and how he's right. going to fix the bots has really dropped Twitter's stock by quite a bit. And I think it's hurt their value more oh, than that billion has. dollars that he would have to pay them. And I just, I think it's and very similar to when he just kind of tweeted a while ago that his company might accept the Dogecoin and the Dogecoin shot up in value. Yeah. And then he sold all of his and said that they weren't going to be accepting it. And then it didn't decrease in value by a ton. It's just... Playing an unregulated market, but stocks at least in particular yeah. is very regulated. So he might oh. be on the hook for this purchase. Yeah, he I, wants to be or not. It kind of looks. I mean, it looks that way because they're gonna they're gonna sue him. Yep. Well, let's let's talk computers and internet. 
92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. It's Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to 92.7 WMAY. The phone lines are still open, 217-629-7970. If you have any questions, computer, cameras, QR codes, anything. Recycling questions. Recycling questions, yeah. Yep, we'll be accepting recycling all day like we do every other day of the week. Our one-day events will start, uh, I think it's towards the end of August. I'm not sure. It might be the first week of September or not, but... uh, yeah, so we were just talking a little bit about TikTok being oh. sued for that. There were a couple of kids that died trying one of the challenges that is being promoted on there. And unfortunately, I don't think it's necessarily TikTok's fault that their algorithm promoted this sort of stuff. It's just I'm, they promote what's popular, and right. that could certainly be considered their fault. I, I don't think that the parents are going to win this because you should really be monitoring what your children are doing on the Internet. And this was, I think it was a seven- or eight-year-old girl. And yes, I yes think several TikTok's, of them. TikTok's term of service, state 12 or early or twelve or older only. So uh, we got like a, a phone call. Yeah, we got a phone call coming in. Hello, you're on 92.7 WMAY. Hey, guys. Nice to hear you this morning. Good morning. Um, we, we are moving right along with building our new house, and I called you guys a while back about what we should install as far as cat cable and doing it while we were in the build. Now I'm moving on to backups. I need to, what would you guys suggest or recommend for at least a six terabyte backup? Um, there, I mean, so one of the main things I would recommend is certainly do some kind of online service, some kind of cloud-based service. That is quite right. a bit of a backup, so uh, that might get fairly expensive for something like that. Otherwise, there are definitely like NAS storage devices that you can have in your own home, just somewhere in another room, so it's not uh, close to the computer. I just would like to keep those separate and just have it automatically back up to some kind of, you'd basically have a server in your house is what you would. All right, well, what, what I've got currently planned is that we're put, we've got a separate room, not totally separate, but it, space in a room that is nothing but our switch and all of the Internet coming in, everything else. Now, I was going to put a NAS back up there. Is there any in particular you guys recommend or um, what should I be looking for? I think most of the stuff we use is Seagate. Um, that's not something that I'm uh, hugely familiar on everything on. I just, I'm just i pretty sure that's what we use. Our head tech, Miguel, he does all of our backup and all of our networking-related stuff. So he, if you wanted to call the store sometime Monday through Friday and ask to speak to him, he would definitely have more insight to it than I would. But I'm pretty sure most of what we use is Seagate. Okay, that sounds great. I appreciate it. You guys have a great weekend. No problem. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks you for calling in. All right. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. as far as the internet goes, you should really be monitoring what your kids are doing. Oh, yeah. uh, I know YouTube got in a little bit of trouble a while back because of something very similar. Oh, YouTube's yeah. algorithm was promoting content that was not necessarily child-friendly. Uh, and I'm pretty sure yeah. that the general ruling was you should be watching what your kids are doing on the internet because it is not necessarily a censored place. It is 
Right, it's pretty well wide open, yep. and that's why a lot of a lot of parents have different monitoring apps on their yep. kids' phones, so that way they know what their kids are looking at. And I know some of these companies like TikTok. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. They're coming out with like an 18 plus yeah. version, and that doesn't the, necessarily mean like the not safe for work, like X rated or anything right. like that. It's more it's geared just the for yeah, the content. So like people fighting or people telling jokes that would be more adult oriented. Um, so you wouldn't even see that sort of stuff. And I imagine something like this, which is some kind of just ridiculous challenge that people were doing right. to push their limits on what they can physically endure. And unfortunately, uh, it resulted in a few people perishing. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you see something, some kind of uh, some kind of challenge on the Internet. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, yeah. especially something like that when when you're when you're choking yourself. Yeah. I mean, I can't we go back to the it, days like, of like the yeah. ice bucket challenge when right. like there was a general message to it. Right. You were trying to bring awareness to. Uh, I think it was ALS. Yeah, ALS. Yep. Absolutely, the ice um, bucket and then challenge. You, you yeah. mentioned somebody else doing it, and it's not something that can really hurt. I mean, if you drop right. the bucket or if you don't like cold water, sure, that could not be good for you but yeah you don't be yeah. doing like the light the the light challenge where they were putting like two pieces of metal into like a plug you know <laughs> it's like okay what do you, what do you think is going to happen there's there's or uh, even, uh, there's another meme uh, on the internet that is called the darwin award and oh. charles darwin was the uh the evolution of species and basically people uh limiting the gene pool is essentially what it's supposed to be about so if you do something stupid and you end up perishing because of it, you earned the Darwin Award. Oh, wow. So if you see some kind of challenge where, yeah, people are putting two pieces of metal into a light socket, probably don't do that yeah. one. But again, yeah. make sure your kids, make sure you know what your kids are looking at. Make sure you know what they're getting into. Right. This sort of stuff is just YouTube for a while there. Um, people were creating videos that would start out perfectly innocent and they uh, incorporated a lot of their favorite uh Disney princesses or, oh. like, Spider-Man, a lot of the favorite characters that younger kids would be drawn to, and then about halfway through, they became very graphic. Oh. I mean, grotesque and oh. adult-oriented stuff. I mean, they became... Like, blood and that sort of thing? Much worse like than horror, that sort of stuff. Horror like type. Yeah, horror stuff and very adult-oriented stuff as well. Wow. So, people were trying to beat the algorithm in a way, and if people were watching it and thought it was funny, then that would promote their algorithm to more people are looking at it, so let's promote it more and more and more. And that's basically what happened with TikTok. So they are yeah. trying to promote this new 18 plus feature. Um, yeah. Yeah. You just got to make sure you know what your kids are doing on the internet. Yeah. And it's, it's hard. It's really, yep. it's really hard because you've, you've got some young, you've got some young children yep. and, uh, I don't know if they're into the phone, using the phones yet or nope. n not yet. <laughs> nope, not yet. We yeah. have not introduced them to the internet. They see, uh, we'll take Snapchat pictures and videos sure. and they ask to do that sometimes, but we never give them just our phones to play with. They do have a couple of old spare phones that we had that are, they're broke. They're dead. They're not powering on or anything, but I gotcha. I mean, besides obviously the uh, scariness of the internet and all that that can come with, we've talked about people. If you have like your bank account linked to something, and uh, oh, gosh, yeah. there was a pizza order not too long ago where somebody ordered like 32 large pizzas, and when the mom opened the door, she was like, "I didn't order these," and they were like, 
yeah, you did. Your phone ordered this and come to find out her like seven or eight year old son was just playing with the phone, just wanted some pizza. Didn't realize he was spending four oh, yeah. or $500 on 30 something pizzas. <laughs> it's crazy because yep. you don't, you don't think about that. You don't think of your phones being linked and you yep. give it to your, your kid or your child. Well, and and just, when it is automatically linked or if you know how to do that in the get go, the ease of access for this sort of stuff is insane. Yeah. We've seen some of these video games where people link their card and then the kids spend $50,000 in the span of like two weeks because they just click buy, 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 buy. buy. Well, how do they get a hold of you? You can come see us at 1832 Stevenson Drive in Springfield. We'll be there till 6 p.m. Uh, repairing computers or recycling. There is our 832 South Main in Jacksonville.